Scotland Nutrition is no longer relegated to a branded jar of land-tasting veggie puree, devoid of taste, lifestyle choices, fortified benefits or style. Parents today are as concerning over their choice of foods for their little ones as they are for themselves. However, many snacks and choices on shelf today come with high levels of sugar and other nastiness. So, how can the busy parent, who really doesn't have the time to produce everything scratch-made at home, ensure their offspring is getting what they are promised? We chat to Sophie Barros, founder of Mama Mate, a UK startup that has recently completed a record-breaking funding round. To find out more about her ethos about feeding her own babies and the devout following she has swiftly built up. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please tell me about Mama Maid. Yeah, thank you so much um, for having me. So Mama Maid is a um, infant and child nutrition company. We're direct to consumer, but we've, we have a particular focus on supporting the parents. So it started from my kitchen um, when I was first introducing solids to my daughter. And now we're um, not in my kitchen anymore. We're a community of about 40 odd thousand parents here in the UK. You call yourself a tech-focused producer. What does that mean? For us, we're really focusing on being a digitally native brand, um, being where our customer is and learning as much as we can about our customer. So our focus is equally as much on the kind of data and learnings that we can get around um, our product and around what our customers' wants and needs are as much as about the food itself. So we put a lot of um, resource and, and kind of personal resource and effort into really understanding what's working, what's not working, and then um, innovating on that. You recently closed a record-breaking funding round. Please tell me more. Yeah, that was really exciting. I mean, it's really going to help us propel to the next stage of growth for us here at Mama Made. Um, so we were able to bring on as part of a crowdfund um, a huge number of our community as investors by raising on cedars.com, um, which is a platform here, we were able to offer um, investment tickets as low as I think it was 12 pounds. So we had people who are very experienced investors coming in at much higher tickets, but then also being able to energize some of our customer base to join us. And and what that means is really we're kind of all together in it now. Um, we can really push forward on the innovation on bringing out new products and reaching new audiences. What do you think of the current accounts of high levels of sugar found in children's foods and snacks? So it's really why I started Mama Made. Um, I, was, I was quite taken aback by the state of packaged baby food, um, what I was finding on the supermarket shelves. And it, it didn't seem quite fair um, for me as a parent in this busy world um, where I was quite undersupported in general, that my options were either to cook everything 100% myself or to rely on packaged goods that you could see from the nutritional labels that they were quite misleading. I have a particular interest in nutrition. I have a certificate in child nutrition. And so I'm able to decipher nutritional labels rather easily, but I could see how misleading the labeling is. So often a product that is described as vegetable-based 
or, you know, veggie led, when you actually look at what's in it, it's often less than 10%. And the sugar content can be, you know, 13, mm. 15 more grams per 100 grams, which for a baby is really a lot. Um, and it just didn't feel right that parents aren't getting the kind of full transparency um, that much of the products are misleading. And yeah, I wanted to create a product that parents could feel truly good about relying on, you know, the, taking away the kind of stigma, I suppose, of relying on packaged goods. Right. Uh, you believe kids need to learn about bitter flavors. As a parent, how would you do that? So a lot of our energy at Mama Made goes towards supporting the parents to understand what it means to teach a baby around food. Often by the time we've had kids, so, you know, by the time we're in our late 20s or 30s or onwards, we've become so kind of distanced ourselves from from what it means to, to really enjoy food. And that can be because of, you know, the way we eat nowadays, the way we're rushing around, um, the fact that, you know, the intuitive eating movement even exists, you know, that used to just be eating. <laughs> we used to just eat. <laughs> and now we have to kind of claw ourselves back to remember what that means. And so a lot of our effort goes to helping parents understand that for babies introducing solids, it's an educational journey for them. They're learning so much. And we might react and say, oh, my baby just pulled a face. They don't like spinach. Or my baby's refusing to eat this. They don't like that. And that's not how babies learn about food. It's about continued exposure. It's about a parent that's patient and doesn't necessarily react. It's trust, letting a baby trust their own hunger cues and to respond to what's on their plate and giving them the confidence to really make those choices for themselves. Um, and yeah, when it comes to flavor, it, it does take a lot of, of exposures. You can teach yourselves, even us as adults, you can teach yourself to like certain foods. It's not to say you can program a child to, to eat mm -hmm. vegetables all the time, but there's a certain way of approaching mealtime and, and respecting a baby's approach or a child's approach to eating that um, can, yeah, lead them to the root of feeling at least confident around um, vegetables or different flavors or um, more unusual foods. So you're not a proponent of hiding things like vegetables in amongst, say, fruit? It's an interesting question. I think it can be really handy. Um, mm -hmm. It's something that I'm certainly, you know, I do myself with my kids. It's simple. It's a way to know, you know, I know they're getting what they need. But I also do try to be mindful. You know, if, if every time I hide a handful of spinach in something, I also try to make sure that they also get the spinach on the plate. So they see it, they touch it, they have the experience. I do a lot of cooking with my kids. Um, so bringing them into the kitchen my daughter, who's four, she can scramble an egg from start to finish, you know, on her own on the hob, um, giving them the confidence to be around food. So she's very confident with sharp knives, cutting vegetables. And that's helped her really to eat a lot of different foods. She's not perfect. Don't get me wrong. She has her days. And that is why I think hiding vegetables definitely has its benefits. Right. Because it doesn't, you can't do only that. You do have to do some of the other work as well. I love that idea of getting kids involved in making the food as a method to get them to eat it. I think that's terrific. Is that something that you and your community of parents discuss? Yes, absolutely. It's one of the main questions we get, particularly around fussy eating. You know, what can I do? Um, we see it often, a baby, they turn one, they get fussy, and the parent starts to think, oh, I've got a fussy eater on my hands, and that's it, I'm finished. And you know, often, I'm not saying exclusively, but often just by changing our own behaviors around mealtime, we can really combat that fussiness. And the first suggestion I say is to bring your child into the kitchen with you when you're preparing their meal. Um, 
you know, grow vegetables if you can, even if it's just on a windowsill, grow herbs, grow, you know, little mint, mint grows very easily, basil grows very easily. So things that they can get involved in and then eat with your child. Um, that as well has huge um, positive outcomes on how your how your child can eat. Would you call Mama Made clean label? And what other trains do you believe the brand is aligned to? I suppose technically we are clean label. I've never thought about that because I've really been focused on what are we actually, mm. what do we want for it? We want the real food. Um, so we just focus on what's going into the packets and keeping out what shouldn't be in there. Um, so I suppose, yes, technically we are a clean label because we're just the food itself. We don't do any unnecessary processing. We don't use any unnecessary preservatives. We really rely on the, the quick freezing um, technique to keep our food safe and fresh. Um, but yeah, we're really focused on creating food that parents can feel really good about serving their kids. So, um, we are as a business, we're plant-based, um, we're focused on being fully organic, um, shopping local wherever we can, um, in a sustainable way and yeah, just helping parents explore new and different ingredients. Um, so we try not to think too much about the labels necessarily but we are quite focused on like our values as a business and how that applies to the food that we're helping our families serve their kids. Whereabouts are you based? Uh, we're based in London so we've got um, our own facility in northwest London and then um, our team is sort of dotted around the country. I believe you have a number of celebs among your fans. Yeah I mean for us as a business we've grown on Instagram so when I started Mama Made I was cooking it from my own kitchen and the only way I could really think of getting the food out there to other people was over Instagram because it's a free marketing tool, basically. Um, and thankfully, a lot of these sort of influencer and celebrity mom types that um, have huge followings here in the UK just love the food and they've been happy since day one to sort of um, post about it in exchange for receiving free <laughs> free bundles. So mm -hmm. we're very happy to be able to support um, some of the moms out there. I mean, it, it sort of aligns quite nicely with the type of person really who finds usefulness in Mama Made. Usually it's someone who's quite busy, um, quite career oriented, who doesn't want to necessarily settle when it comes to quality, but definitely needs that support. So it does make sense that these sort of celebrity moms do love Mama Made. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's been very helpful to, to help get the word out there. Can you tell me about your products? Yeah, so we offer um, basically anything a parent needs to feed a baby between the ages of four months and we usually say about four years. Although, you know, members of Team Mama Made are known to eat some of our toddler meals as well for lunch. So <laughs> there's really no upper age limit. So, yeah, we offer all um, everything's flash frozen. Everything's plant based, which means we're free from allergens like milk and eggs. Um, we're also free from nuts and the other kind of big eight allergens. Um, so we've got purees. We've got different mashes, uh, various finger foods. Our pancakes are probably the most popular ones. And then we've got a range of toddler-ready meals. So we've got like a lentil shepherd's pie, um, a few different pastas, like a kale pesto pasta that's really popular, um, and then two sort of dessert-y options. Um, but, of course, very nutritious and nutritionally um, dense and approved by a leading nutritionist here in the U.K., are your little ones the great taste tasters? <laughs> yeah, I have to. I was joking when I was um, introducing solids to my son, Arthur. He just turned one. But 
uh-huh. like a science experiment of a baby exclusively fed Mama Made, what would happen? Um, I was so busy with Mama Made this year that I genuinely had no time to cook for him. I was literally, I mean, he only ever, I think he's only ever really had Mama Made, if it's in our house at least, and he's doing well, he's thriving. Um, and then, yeah, of course, my daughter, Liba, who's now four, was sort of the original inspiration behind um, the brand and and she's been a very good sport over the years of of taste testing and and you know being involved in the in the growing of the brand. How has the company fared through the pandemic? Um, the pandemic was a gave us a really nice tailwind in the sense that a lot of the kind of learning curves that I thought there might be for a UK audience um, in terms of like the value of frozen food. Um, the ease of con- the ease and convenience of subscription and delivery, the pandemic sort of flattened those. Um, overnight, people were very happy to get things delivered to their door. Overnight, um, people were looking for healthier options. They were looking for more support. They wanted that. And then on the community side of things, you know, we had a whole basically generation of children being born into isolation and the parents becoming first-time moms who didn't have the the social networks and the support systems that you know, even I had when my daughter was born, and even then I found them really insufficient. So that kind of mix created an atmosphere that exposed a lot of what Mama Made was created for. Um, and so for us, it, it was um, an exciting time, I guess, in a weird way, the earliest days. We certainly have had to battle some of the kind of aftershocks in terms of supply chain interruptions and um, you know, CO2 and cardboard shortages and all these things that have cropped up. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. on the whole, I think the way we parent has changed so drastically. Um, you've got a generation of parents who are, frankly, traumatized by what we've had to, to experience being yes. home with our small children without help. So, um, yeah, for us, the, it really exposed a lot of why Mama made us here. What do you think the biggest trends in baby nutrition will be this year? I think flavor is a big one. We see it um, sort of starting in the States and then um, gradually making its way over here. And it's something that we're actively working on with our meals is to inject even more flavor. Parents Mm -hmm. want to parents want to eat food that tastes equally as good that they would eat. So they want their babies eating tagines and curries and strong flavored foods. Um, Gone are the days, I think, of, of parents wanting just a carrot puree. So that's something that we're certainly very actively working on um, implementing across our range as kind of bigger flavors for baby food. How do you see the landscape evolving over, say, the next five years? I do think the consumer is getting more and more educated around health, around nutrition, around food and where it comes from and how how we consume affects the kind of well-being of our planet. So I do believe we are kind of sitting in that sweet spot with our um, with our vegan offering, with the fact that we are very sustainable across our packaging, across the way that we work, being a frozen food company with almost no waste. Um, these are all things that the consumer is getting more and more passionate about, and I only see that becoming more and more important. Um, so certainly not just flavor being important, but more plant-based options, options that are um, more sound with their packaging. and um, yeah, overall perceived and known to be healthier than what's currently on the shelf. What's the next stage for Mama Made? It's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you wish to see it evolving? 
Um, we're really singularly focused at the moment at building out our community and really understanding what it is that they want and want to see from a support system like us. Um, so our our work at the moment has been on, on reaching our audience and really getting that data from them so that we can then take it back to our product development. So we're working on a few different ranges at the moment um, in food, but not strictly frozen, that parents can really feel good about offering their kids, um, but that also fits into a lifestyle of a busy, on-the-go parent. How can parents join your community? So primarily we sit on Instagram, so if you look up at Hello Mama Made, that's sort of the starting point from there. You can find our newsletter and our blog and our um, Facebook community as well, but on Instagram is really our main hub.